This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. It's OBEHAVE with Arden Moore. This show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Inspirational muses come in all forms. And for our special guest today, the life changer was a dog named Cooper. As you will discover, our guest has quite a tale to tell. Please welcome to the show the founder of Get Joy, Tom Eriks. Welcome to the show, Tom. Well, thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here. It's, uh, it's a real treat. Thank you. All right. We got to take this break. So you all know the drill. Let's just sit and stay, and we'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Kitty Poo Club reinvented the litter box. No more scrubbing that stinky plastic tray. Or worrying, oh my God, do my guests smell that? No cleaning, no scrubbing, no more stink. You are going to love it. Your cats are going to love it. Go to kittypooclub.com and when you order, save 30% on your first auto ship. Visit kittypooclub.com, use code MEOW30 at checkout, and join the club, the Kitty Poo Club. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is Tom Eriks. I mean, there's all kinds of names for companies, Tom. And I keep saying Get Joy, your company's name. And nobody should have a sourpuss face on them, right? No, I mean, it's what, what we love the most about the name. And, and it, all the credit goes to my wife, Kathy. So when we were thinking about naming the company, uh, we originally called it Joy, but we kind of rejiggered it to Get Joy, mostly because the word joy means something so unique to each individual. Um, right. And it's really powerful. It's really powerful to have this notion of get joy because it's a reminder for everybody that we introduce to the brand that it's way bigger than themselves, way bigger than their household. It is a true movement and it, it's a, a real opportunity to find and almost reward the joy that these companions have and the role they play in our lives. Think about it. You did so much in only two words and each one is only three letters. Do you know how hard that is to achieve? 
we may have gotten a little bit lucky on that, but we love the simplicity. Everything we do as, as a company and everything we, we do in terms of creating our products and, and our, the way we think about dog wellness is all about simplicity and not bringing complications and, and bringing unnecessary confusions into the conversation. We love the name. We love the, our colors. We love the use of certain shapes like, like round and, and, and fresh green. And we use VW bands as ways to bring a smile to people's faces at point of sale. So everything we do seems to have really interconnected and it's really starting to resonate with people. It's really starting to bring more and more smiles to people's faces. That's why we're here. That's why, that's ultimately why the company exists. It's, it's grounded in purpose. It's grounded in something way bigger than Tom Eric's, way bigger than any employee. And we're putting our stake in the ground to, to create this whole notion once and for all around dog wellness, which is no one's ever tackled. And, and we are. Well, I want to take a step back in time because people want to know who you are and who was your inspiration. And this is the time I really would love you to do a tribute to your late great dog, Cooper, because I know what it's like. My heart dog is right on the couch behind me, pet safety <laughs> dog, Kona. And I'm telling you, dogs sure make us better humans. What's the tale of Cooper? Yeah, the tale of Cooper, unfortunately, is it's the tale of a, a lot of uh, dogs in our lives. Uh, Cooper in 2018 was diagnosed with lymphoma. And I'll never forget the, our dogs, Eddie and Cooper at the time, they sleep in our room on the floor. They're a big part of our lives. And uh, I remember he was kind of lip smacking. And it was a sound that I had never heard from him. And it was just an odd. It was almost like a And so we went and got him diagnosed at Cornell. He came back, he had lymphoma, and we quickly tried to think about how we could get him healthy again. And we talked to a number of oncologists, and one oncologist in particular, Dr. Kendra Pope, who's a holistic oncologist, integrated medicine, really, really started to have me better understand the real importance around nutrition. And we spent about an hour in her office in Red Bank, New Jersey, and she talked a lot about Cooper and asked a lot of questions about how he feed him and does he, you know, is he active, things like that. And she kind of went back to the feeding question. She said, so, so how does Cooper, you know, what do you feed Cooper? And at the time I thought we were feeding him really wonderful food, but we weren't, we were feeding him a high end kibble. And, but I didn't understand the dynamic and the power of nutrition at that stage of my life, unfortunately. And she very quickly squared this conversation. She said, Tom, you're just feeding him the best of the crap. And it really hit me, but it also motivated the heck out of me because she said, moving forward, we're going to get him a fresh meal prescription so he can use nutrition as the real driver to reinvigorate his health and wellness. And she said, from this moment forward, whatever you eat at home, feed it to Cooper until you get the prescription and let food be the medicine, let food be the driver of his return to health. What kind of dog was Cooper and what about Eddie? Eddie and Cooper, golden retrievers. Cooper was one of the, the loveliest dogs we've ever had. He uh, was the great protector of the house. So if you went on walks, he wasn't always the best walking dog, but okay, he was so wonderful and he played such an important role in our lives. We got him when our kids were really small. You know, we'd go up to Vermont skiing, he would come and wherever we went, Cooper was with us and he played such a, a powerful role. 
and I didn't quite understand the role dogs played. And I've been a dog lover and animal lover my entire life, but it wasn't until this window when he got sick that it really landed of the importance that our dog Cooper played in my life, in my family's life, and the 70 plus million households out there in the United States that have dogs. It's unbelievable the role they, that these animals play in our lives. It's the power of the paw. And I can tell you, they really are, we're just scratching the surface of what they do for us. And we need to know more about what we can do for them. Would you agree? I totally agree. I totally agree. It is, I'm so excited because it is, at, I think we're at a moment, early stages as a, as a society where talking about our, our companions, our animals, our, our loved ones is not only cathartic, it's inspirational. It's motivating for people. It gives you start to learn a ton about the importance they play in their roles. You think about veterans who have P, uh, PTSD. These animals are are literally helping them stay alive. I say this all the time. I think they're the great teachers of love and compassion. I really do. I think they teach us as people how to be better humans and how to take care of one another and how to love each other more. I think that is super early stage. And I think we as people are learning more and more about their pure power. I have to agree. Hey, we're speaking with Tom Eriks. He is the founder of Get Joy. We're going to dive into what that company is all about after we take this break. But, you know, strap yourselves in, folks. Get ready to be inspired, motivated, and look at your dog in a new and better way. So we'll be right back after we take this break. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Kitty Poo Club reinvented the litter box. No more scrubbing that stinky plastic tray. Or worrying, oh my God, do my guests smell that? Kitty Poo Club has solved the stink. And now the worst part of cat ownership is hassle-free. No cleaning, no scrubbing, no more stink. And the best thing is you don't have to buy some oversized contraption that will break down. Kitty Poo Club litter boxes are manufactured to make your life easier. You have one cat, easy peasy. A small mountain lion, no problem. You are going to love it. Your cats are going to love it. Believe me, there are good reasons why we sold over 3 million boxes. Go to kittypooclub.com, read the amazing reviews, and when you order, save 30% on your first auto ship. Visit kittypooclub.com, use code MEOW30 at checkout, and join the club, the Kitty Poo Club. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Steve Wozniak, and I would love to invite you to listen to the Obehave Show by Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. 
We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Behave. Here's Arden. Welcome back, everyone. This is your host, Arden Moore. I'm speaking with Tom Eriks, and he is the founder of Get Joy. And it's a company I want you all to check out after the show. And the website is easy, getjoyfood.com. Is that correct? That is right. That is right. Yes, it is. So at least it wasn't Almond Joy. I would have gotten confused, but Get Joy <laughs> is, is pretty good. <laughs> almond Joys are pretty good, too. Yeah, so I'm just really curious. Can I say this as a cat? What were you doing as a business? What was your occupation before you got into Get Joy, inspired by your late great dog, Cooper? I'm just trying to think of some ideas of what you might have done. What were you doing? I never thought in 15 lifetimes that I ever would be in pet. I spent an entire career in media, digital technology. I was in the television business with Turner Broadcasting, moved into the digital business with CBS Sportsline that has oh, later okay. evolved into CBSSports.com. I spent yep. a very uh, short stint with Univision where I, I was on their, their digital side. And then for seven years, uh, I was with Facebook in the early, early days of Facebook. Wow. And it was at that point in my career that I really understood the power of people, the power of, of teamwork, the, um, the sense of purpose of building. And I left Facebook in 2013 and I didn't quite fall in love with what I did for the subsequent years. I was advising okay. companies and I really wanted to get back to, to creating and, and building. And when Cooper, Cooper got sick, it really was, uh, it really was this intersection of my passion and love to this opportunity to create something purpose-driven and in high, high impact. So I had the time, I had the energy, and I, and I had the experience because I was, on the, I was on Facebook's other side to build a direct-to-consumer experience that was really focused on driving overall health and wellness for dogs everywhere. Well, on your site, getjoyfood.com, you say that there are three wellness pillars. You speak of a dog's health, right? the nutrition you're talking about, number one, genetics and environment. What do you mean by all that? The three pillars. Right. So that was through Kendra Pope that really helped me understand what all those pillars really meant. So for an animal, you have the genetics. So there's, there's right. that's a, obviously a complicated, super important element. You have an environment that you can't really control. It can be as broad as things that go on people's lawns, and water that the animals drink and pollution, air pollution, things like that. And the nutrition piece. And she said, that you really can't control the, the genetic piece because it's a, it's a deeper, it's a deeper uh, conversation. The environment is really difficult as well because there's so many factors involved. But if you wanted to control one thing in a dog's kind of path to health and wellness, you can control nutrition. And that's where we put the stake in the ground. We wanted to control the quality of the, of the fuel that goes in these awesome animals. So what they would intake would be as powerful and as kind of energy driving as humanly possible. And that's something that people are starting to wake up to. People are starting to understand that that is a piece, even in, in our lives as people, you know, we can control whether we eat processed foods or not. We can control right. whether we eat farm to table or not. And I think that is really gaining a ton of momentum in a lot of households, in a lot of towns, a lot of states across the country. And we're seeing more and more people who care about 
living a healthy, best life than ever before. And now we're seeing the lines blurred between humans and their dogs. So the humanization of those pets is a real thing. And I think people are really understanding the power of, of nutrition, the power of health and wellness, the power of things like sleep, uh, taking care of yourself. And it's, it is just going one step further, which is amazing to see. And it's the right thing to do. Your focus is on nutrition, but you also have a team of pretty stellar veterinarians that are available to help out people. You have this free on-demand veterinary access. Tell us about that with the Get Joy program. So we started the company with nutrition. That was kind of you know how we got things rolling. As we thought long and hard about where we could be in the future and, and the role we could play in people's lives, we broadened our lens. And we saw dog wellness as a way bigger opportunity. While nutrition is fantastic, we want, you know, nutrition isn't the only, only kind of element of wellness. So we're trying to create this whole notion where people can come to our brand and build a real trusting relationship and have experiences like wellness services. And we have a televet service. It's 24 seven. I used it just a few weeks ago. I was away with my dog. He gets hot spots. He gets big, heavy, big, thick fur. Is this And Eddie? I had a, this is Eddie. And I had a text conversation because he was kind of scratching and I've seen it before. And she's like, it's okay. As long as you don't see any bubbling, but it was, gave me peace of mind and yeah. it had nothing to do with nutrition, it, but it gave me comfort that there's a brand that, that is really thinking about the, the whole well-being of the animal and not just the transaction or the expense of selling a product. As you know, Tom, there was a ton of people that got dogs and other pets during COVID. The pace of the number of graduates from veterinary school is not on the same scale. And right. veterinary telehealth is really taking off because there may be times, like in the case of you and Eddie, you just needed to talk to a veterinarian. You didn't need to book an appointment. You didn't need to drive to the clinic. I'm just saying it sounds like you're on to something here. Yeah. I think we're just scratching the surface, quite frankly. And so Televet, the 24-7 Televet for uh, Get Joy Health is really, really exciting for a lot of our customers. We're trying to educate so they, they understand that it's there. So it's usually not the first thing that they think about. And we're expanding this whole notion of how the brand can play in the lives of our customers. We're going to be rolling out a, uh, a supplement line in the fall so we can you know, think about how that complements nutrition. If, if an animal has, has, a, has a coat issue, we think we can help our customers solve a lot of these things that do bubble up on occasion. We think about pet insurance. You know, the numbers in the United States are so low by comparison oh, to yes. Europe. I think, the, I think the European numbers are roughly about 50% of pet owners have pet insurance. We're so far away from that as a country, it's shocking. It is a difference. It is. I've known a lot about pet insurance through the years and there's a very small percentage, like 5% or something of people. Others go with care credit or other options, but it's a mindset. In Europe, it's just accepted and embraced, but that's a tough challenge for you in the United States, Tom. Yeah, I think so too. But again, it's like, it's like our, the way we think about nutrition is very similar to how we think about pet insurance and some of these ancillary kind of hub and spoke extensions of the brand. You just have to start and it's yeah. like, start start somewhere and and we encourage every every customer everyone we engage with and, and connect with is just take a step forward in your fresh journey you know, if you can't afford 
to have everything in your pantry or everything in your freezer fresh meal driven, then that's okay. Just like, what can you do to better the life just a little bit for your animal? And the same with pet insurance. And like, if we can just get a few people to understand that this is a really important tool, just like it, just like it is for themselves. If we had 5% of the American public that, that, that only had insurance and 95% didn't, we'd be in a terrible situation. Well, what I like on the site, getjoyfood.com, Tom, is you have these paw print blogs post. And uh, one of them was some tips for choosing healthy dog food. Um, there's that you have a lineup of veterinarians that people can, I mean, you orchestrated a lot. Do you think your digital communication background is helping you? You're almost like a ringleader for Get Joy. <laughs> ringleader or Pied Piper or something of the sort. Yeah. Right? Um the way I think about this almost on a 24-7 basis is that we're trying to build community. We're trying to build an environment, a community that there's sharing of ideas, that there's education pieces that people can get smarter or share on their own. And I think that's how communities really thrive. I think when, when communities are open and connected and it's not about a one particular brand and maybe, maybe GetJoy is, is really just the halo of this community we want people to learn from one another we want we ultimately want people to become better pet parents because of what they're learning and i became a way better pet parent because of a situation with my awesome dog cooper it doesn't take much it just takes community it takes sharing and it takes kind of a simple approach and very much of you know put the community first and let things take care of themselves and that's usually how great communities thrive so you're in a tough market. I mean, pets is multi-billion dollars and especially the food. So how would you in an elevator ride say how different Get Joy is from some other brands? And, and what makes you stand out like a Great Dane in a pack of chihuahuas? <laughs> I love that. We are dog wellness. We are fundamentally taking a different road than everybody else. While we have competitive nutritional products, the way we think about our environment in the United States is that we are collaborating, locking arms with, with people, and we are building a community that is anchored and focused on dog wellness. And just about the entire rest of our competitive set isn't. So it's a big difference. We anticipate to be around for many, many, many years. I think there's lots that want to participate and, and not be around for many, many years. You mentioned that, you know, you're going to launch some supplements in the fall. So you are expanding and improving. You seem to be reaching the ears and the knowledge brain of some very key veterinarians. So you are an orchestrating conductor. I do believe that, you know, you need a village, don't you? You talk about having a, a dog wellness community, but you're tapping people that help you with this, with this mission. No question. The two people... We have a number of, of veterinarians who are involved in our company now as, advi as advisors. The two people who I met in 2018 are two of my, my biggest confidants, Dr. Lindsay Thalheim and Dr. Kendra Pope. They are so thoughtful and so committed to wellness. One is an oncologist at Cornell. One is, an is a holistic integrated veterinarian. But they believe something way bigger than what they practice on a daily basis. They see the power of nutrition as the centerpiece to driving health and wellness for the long haul. Marnon Foreman, another Cornell uh, veterinarian, is, uh, is on our advisory board. Dr. Renee Alsaroff, a holistic oncologist in New Jersey, is on our board. They're some of the most fantastic people that 
is they're so selfless in what they're trying to do and up-level the conversation. It's awesome. It, it is, I never thought in a million years would we have, we'd have so many people kind of galvanizing around our mission. And I, I think it's, I really think it's just the early stages too. I really do. I, I think that, you know, there's, we're in conversations with a number of people on the human side. So human nutrition and human yeah. uh, wellness and mental wellness. So like, this is a way bigger conversation for the household. And, you know, yes, it's about our pets and, and all the great things we can do to make them uh, as healthy as possible. But I think we can blur the lines across human and pets and make households fundamentally healthier, happier places because of our approach. So, all right, we're going to crystal ball. Where do you see dogs and their role in the next five years, 10 years? Because we're hopefully still going to be around, Tom, you and me. Right. So, yep. I mean, remember we used to call them it's and the pound and, you know, curs and dogs belonging in the backyard. All, we've lived through all those evolutions to they're on our bed. They're on a doggy vacation with us. So where where do you see the next five, 10 years for dogs? If groups like you with Get Joy develop this wellness community? I think in five years, short of dogs talking, that would be that would be the ultimate dream case. Well, you know, they do talk. We just don't listen. <laughs> we don't listen. That's right. Yeah, we're typical, typical humans. We don't listen to them or we're not getting the signals. But in five years, I think dog wellness, pet wellness will have a, such a powerful place and mind space in our society, in our communities. Everything we do will have these amazing animals front and center. I really believe that. Where we go on vacations, I think hotels and resorts and rentals and beaches and mountain hikes and skiing and you name it. I think travel is going to fundamentally change even more than it has today. I think dogs are going to be treated no differently than any of us. I think there's going to be a place for these animals in every walk of life. And you can see it. You can see the need. You can see the passion that people have around these animals already. And I think it's going to be at scale. This is going to be, this is not just a few outliers that want to bring their dog on a, on their vacations no. or a dog into a hotel or whatever, or dog into a restaurant. This is going to be at scale. This is, I think this is going to be in five years, a very different landscape where everything we do as people, I think our dogs are going to be very much a part of what we do, like literally, physically. Well, I tend to agree with you and and I hate to say the word C-A-T, but it's also changing for cats because there's this whole movement with adventure cats and cats going on hikes, being in harnesses and all this other. And uh, people are not, they're like, what's the cat doing on a hike? Hiking. So I think, I think you're right. In the dog world and the cat space, I think us humans are finally realizing how how doggone lucky we are to have them in our lives. I will give you an example. I was away a few weeks ago for 4th of July or, or, or 10 days ago. And we were uh, at the beach and I had our, I had our dog, Eddie and Theo. So Theo's our three-year-old uh, golden retriever. And I was no different than probably dozens and dozens of people who would take their dogs off leash down the beach road and uh, dogs would interact and run around. It was such a reminder that Yes, they should be on leash at times, but like they can right. behave very, very, very well off leash. It's, you know, they're the ability for them to get their open spaces and, and run and do the things that uh, they, they need to be healthier animals was just such a great reminder. I mean, they weren't on leash for 
for seven days. We'd go on a couple walks every day and they would meet new, new pals along the walk. And it was just such a reminder that things are changing and people want things to change. I think going back to our, uh, our get joy dog zone, you know, I think the vine for, for appropriate spaces and communities, like, you know, for dogs, I think is just starting. I think communities are going to think more and more about, do they have a big enough, uh, dynamic enough dog park, dark area designated for, right. for people that live in these towns to be with their dogs? And I think if you, I know my town, it's, it's really not a great space. It does, they deserve to have like tons of space. Well, I agree. So Everyone, we're speaking with Tom Ericks. He is the founder, the CEO of Get Joy. I want you to please, after the show, go to getjoyfood.com. And maybe we will all be envious and want to come back like a Cooper or an Eddie or a Theo. If your uh, pet parent happens to be a guy named Tom. Tom, I really appreciate you being on the show and I applaud your mission. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to uh, to be on the show. I love everything you're doing and uh, the millions and millions of pet parents out there today and uh, and how so many are embracing their dog's uh, health and wellness journey. I think it's just beginning and I can't wait no. to see how it, uh, how it evolves. Thank you so much. Hey, everybody. At this time, I also want to give a shout out to my producer, Mark Winter. He is the executive producer of Pet Life Radio, the largest, longest pet radio network on the planet. And humbly, our show, Oh Behave, is the longest running weekly podcast for pets. We've been on the air since 2007. Check me out, ardenmore.com. Hope you'll be my YouTube pal on my YouTube channel, Arden Moore. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Obehave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's Obehave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.